What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like this show, and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go. We have Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have DC On Screen. We have Booze and Phasers. A show done by our lovely ladies that drink wine and talk about Star Trek. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, Many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And uh, as always, like the Blazing Defender Reports. And now for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones. Welcome everyone to another fantastic episode of the Blazing Defender Report number 42. I cannot believe this is the 42nd Blazing Defender Report. Very happy you could join me today. Uh, For all my Facebook Live viewers, hello, how the hell are you? For all my iTunes listeners, I love you guys. Please like and subscribe, leave a five-star review if you want to, that'd be awesome. Uh, I've got a lot of great stuff to talk about, and I know what you're going to say. I say that every show, and you're right. And unlike a lot of podcasts you might listen to, Blazing Defender Report is driven by one thing. Not my outstanding, charismatic personality. Content, damn it. Content. And I've got some great content to talk about. That's what gets me so excited for these shows. I let the content get me pumped up and excited. I hope you're ready to be pumped up and excited because we're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to nerd out together for uh, 45 minutes to an hour. For all my Facebook Live listeners, thank you again for joining. Please chime in. I try to look up and no, Andrew, I cannot not swear. I'm sorry. I'm an adult. Uh, I'm a retarded adult and I will speak like one as I just did. So there you have it. Okay, guys. Um, a couple things I want to I get out of the way real quick. Yours truly and the Blazing Defender Report has been nominated for the podcasting awards. <laughs> what? What? Yes, we have been nominated. It's always an honor to be nominated. <laughs> I think you have to say that shit. Uh, but no, it really is. I, I, I don't know what, what, what the fuck happened. But anyway, uh, we are nominated in the entertainment category. So I need the Blazing Defender Horde to mount up and charge the balloting box. And we're going to take this shit. We are a fucking underdog, I guarantee it, because you will see some of the shows in the entertainment category. It's pretty rough, but fuck them. I have the most loyal fan base, the most rabid fan base. Maybe not the largest, not yet, but I have a rabid fan base. And I know that everybody's going to get out to do this for me. And I'm going to talk about that very quickly, very briefly, just to let you know. There is a post on my Facebook page. I will pin it to the Blazing Defender Report Facebook page. And it is time for the 2017 Podcasting Awards. And all you have to do is go to podcastawards.com, click on the blue blan- the, the blue banner, the blue banner that says nominations are open, fill out the form, verify your email address, then vote. Okay? Again, under the entertainment category, I am the Blazing Defender Report. Click on that. Go. I think you go down to to uh, save nominations, and you're done. That's it. That's all you got to fucking do. You create an account, verify your email, go in, entertainment, vote for the Blazing Defender. Now, if since you're there, since you're there, no, you won't get spam, Andrew. Don't worry about your fucking spam folder. Okay, you're doing it for me, damn it. I would, I, I get spammed for you guys, I'm sure. You're spamming me now, damn it. Go vote. Uh, where was I? I digress, literally. Oh, I know. Since you're on the page anyway, how about you do this? 
not only under entertainment, but you can go to film and TV and vote for Breaking the Panel, one of the giant-sized team-up network's flagship shows. I still don't know why they get to be the flagship. No, they got the, they got the network together. They can have that. Uh, breaking the Panel. And then under Games and Hobbies, either Pokemon Go Podcasts or My Boys from Botched. Now, if you have not listened to the Botch podcast, you really, really need to. I'm not taking anything away from Pokemon Go. If you're into that game, that's going to be your podcast. No doubt, no no thinking about it. That's your podcast that you put down. But the Botch guys are fucking hilarious. Uh, I really like Dungeons & Dragons, even though I've never played. Come on, Botch guys, help a brother out. But I, I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to. It ain't because I thought I was too fucking cool, which I might have been. But I would have done it. I, I would have defiled myself to play D&D. So, uh, but you, you listen to their podcast. You're going to vote for these guys. Uh, and then under society and culture, find the rock god of podcasting, Charles McFall. The, the creator and godfather of the GSTU. Baby, what up? Vote for that guy as well. It's all under, it's all going to be on the pin post uh, on the Blazing Defender Facebook page. So please go there. Please vote. And if you don't vote for any of those other guys, vote for me. Because I really, really, it, it, I don't know. I, you know what? I don't give a shit. I really don't. I'm going to do this shit whether I get rewarded or not. But if I get podcast rewards, we can do more shit. Do you see what I'm saying? We can have more equipment. I can have a better studio. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's that. So anyway, uh, make me a winner. Help me help you make us winners. (laughs) Okay. Enough of that shit. Now that I wanted you to do something for me, right? I wanted you to do something for me. It's only fair that I do something for you. If you're watching this podcast, chances are you're into geek shit. See some of this shit I got back here? Nerd shit. Collectibles. Okay? Where do you go buy your collectibles at? Hmm, I don't know. Big bad toy store or some stupid fucking place like that. It's going to charge you, uh, you know, your left nut to ship it to you. It's probably going to come all fucked up. And then you're going to have to fight with them. You're going to deal with their customer service bullshit. Get it returned or whatever. You know? No, Andrew, no toy vault. No fucking toy vault anymore, all right? Collector zone. Collector zone. Big Z, O-W-N. Collector zone. Go to Collector Zone Cantina for all your collectible needs. Now, I say all your collectible needs. They are a Funko Pop retailer. Uh, You can go there. You'll get a deal. Okay? You're going to get a deal. When you join that cantina, okay, to get your Funko Pop exclusives there. You can pre-order there. And I, I, you know what? I was going to save this till the end of my pitch, and I can't. I'm so fucking excited about it. I'm going to hit up one of the owners. Yeah, you get to do that with Collector Zone. You get to talk to fucking people that actually get they, – they make their living by sending you collectibles. They're not paying somebody to handle their shit. They're doing it. So I'm going to hit up one of these guys when I get off the air today. And I'm going to pre-order. Are you ready for this? I'm so fucking excited for this. The Thor Ragnarok Funko Pops. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to pre-order some of the Thor Ragnarok Funko Pops because right now, as of this show, you go there right now. Don't go there right now, though. Don't go there right now. Keep You stay tuned, damn it. You stay tuned. Go there after the show and pre-order your, your Thor Gladiator Funko fun, fun Pop. Jesus Christ, I'm having trouble today. Your Hulk Gladiator Funko Pop. Hella. Oh, hella. She hella badass, too. I've seen the pop. Okay. And there is a Sutter one. Now, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm so fucking excited I can't stop. I can't stop. I'm rolling. I refuse to stop rolling. Now, 
Do you know what that Surtur pop means? Hmm? Yeah. I know what you're thinking, smart asses. Well, I mean, Surtur's gonna be in the movie, I guess. Yeah, and you know who fucking told you that? The day the Ragnarok trailer came out? This guy. Because I said, that scene in the background when the Thor trailer opens up looks like Mistelfilheim. That shit looks like Mistelfilheim. Okay? My buddy Jeff Randall, who does the MCU cast, MCU Cinematic Universe cast, he hit me up today and goes, Hey, man, I guess you were right. And he told me about the Funko Pop Surtur exclusive. So that means Surtur is going to be in the film, which I said, I'm holding out for Surtur on the silver screen, baby. Funko has pretty much confirmed we will see Surtur in Ragnarok. If the if fucking Ragnarok wasn't going to be the shit, now we get to see Surtur on the silver screen. I'm so excited. I'm so fucking excited. Uh, and guys, for my Facebook Live listeners, there might be some Funko, or I'm sorry, some Collector's Own Cantina owners in the chat right now. Ask away. Um, I'm so excited for this shit, man. Now, now that that's fun. That, that's collector zone. Collector zone's the shit, guys. They ain't fucking playing around. Ragnarok shit already pre-ordering it. Ragnarok stuff. They're they're online with the big boys now. Okay, that's how they roll. This is how we gonna roll. Me and collector zone. We doing a giant size team up, baby. Giant size team up giveaway. That's right. As of this show, I believe I set it up for that 5 o'clock. You should go to Blazing Defender Report on Facebook, on the Facebook page. There's a widget there. It says Gleam, and it'll say Collector Zone, Blazing Defender, Giant Size Team Up Giveaway. We're not giving away one collectible. We're giving away two, and I'm going to show you what one of them looks like. It is one of my favorite pops. I bought it a long time ago. Now, for guys that watch the show, you know me and Big Sam, we're not Funko people. That's what we always say. We're not Funko Pop people, really. All right? We're not really that, That you know, we don't get into the, the they're cutesy, they're kitty. And then me and Sam would go to cons and go, oh, my God, look at that Funko. Oh, my God. Did you, oh, my, oh fuck, I got to have that. I got a shit ton of them. I got two collector Captain Americas back here, 75th year anniversary, and another collect another exclusive. I forget, I forget what I paid for them. They were expensive, uh, but this is the one one of the ones that I bought a long time ago because it was dope ass, dope ass. This is one of the ones we're going to give away. Punisher Nemesis. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Kill you. Dude, he's a badass. I'm going to give this to you. Collector Zone's going to give this to you just for just for doing a few things, man. Just for doing a few things. All right. And if you got him, you can win him for free and give him to somebody else. Spread the fucking nerd love, man. That's what we got to do. We got to spread our nerd our nerd uh, semen. We got to spread it around. You got to spread that shit around, man. Can't, can't just be holding that shit for yourself. I also want to give a shout out to my boys, Black Rifle. Ah, Beyond Black's the best best dark roast coffee there is. Okay, now go to the page, go to the Gleam widget for doing a few things. You're going to get an entry every day. I've got several things. There's things you can do on Facebook. There's things you can do on Twitter. I believe there's an Instagram one. Uh, there's uh, visiting my website. All that's in the widget. You go there. You can go there every day and get an entry. Our last winner. She put in work. She had a ton of entries, and she won. She won the Homecoming exclusive, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming exclusive pop, which was very, very cool. Very, very cool, especially now that I've seen the movie, and we can really talk about that. But if you have any questions, please hit me up. Um, there's several ways for you to win, guys. I, I want, I mean, I want you to want this stuff. Oh, and the second prize, whoever wins is going to get to pick whatever prize they want. It is called a, a Funko Candy Rock something. Is that right? 
Uh, I'm getting that wrong, I think. Hold on. Here it is. Here it is. I've got it right here. Yeah, let's see. I, I'm actually pulling the widget up right now to see if we're live. Yep. Uh, there's eight ways to win a... A Funko Rock Candy Lady Thor. Those things are cool. Yes, thank you, Marcos. Rock Candy. They're very, very cool. They're more of a full-figured. They're not, not so much a bobblehead. They're very, very cool. There is a picture of it on the contest page itself. Uh, guys... It's, it's very cool. We want to give this shit away. We want you guys to have it. We want you guys to be happy. We are spreading our nerd love around. And I want to thank thank the Collector Zone guys so much. And uh, the, the, before I became even, uh, I, was a, I was a customer. Uh, what is the Bosley hair commercial? Um, I'm not only, well, I can't say that because they were a customer then an owner. I'm not an owner. But uh, I was a customer first before I became a partner with Collector's Zone. Let's put it that way. And uh, it was a very, very cool experience. And and unlike a lot of experiences I had buying collectibles, might I add. So very, very cool experience. I want you guys to have that same experience. And if you don't, please let me know or let Marcos know. Let somebody in the Collector's Zone know that you've had a problem. They will take care of it. I fucking guarantee it. My guarantee of that. Um, Okay. That's that's it for the, the contest, guys. If you have any questions, please hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. I'm there a lot, a lot. Uh, be glad to answer your questions on, on the giveaway. So, all right. Uh, on a on a not so much a down note, but I do want to say that this episode, and I should have said this at the beginning. I apologize. Uh, I do want to say that this episode is dedicated to the NYPD officer Familia. Uh, she was a mother of three. She was gunned down in her car in New York City. Uh, this is fucking terrible. It, this is some bullshit. And this is the way that things have been going. And, and I said it a while back. Uh, shit like this would start happening. And, you know, police have become a target. And that's the reason I'm wearing this shirt today is support the blue, the thin blue line. Um, it, it's, it, this is a horrible, horrible thing. And my, my, my thoughts and condolences go out to the children of Officer Familia and all of her family. God rest her soul. And uh, please, guys, please, you know, let's, you know, stop the violence, stop the madness, okay? All right, now enough of that shit. Uh, but I do dedicate this episode to her and her family. All right. Uh, yeah, so the giveaway. The Funko Pop Ragnarok exclusive Surtur, which basically means... That Surtur is going to be in Ragnarok now, which is pretty fucking cool, guys. I don't know if you know how fucking cool that is. This is going to be, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Now, I'm transitioning Thor Ragnarok because we haven't seen it yet. It's not in theaters till November 3rd, okay? You know, November 2nd, if, if you know people. Um, or you just get early tickets, <laughs> like I do. Um, I went and seen... Spider-Man Homecoming last night. Um, dude. I got to take a drink of coffee to get me through this one. I'm just fucking with you. It was fucking amazing. It was fucking amazing. I'm not a, a Spider-Man fan. I'm not, I, I, I'm not a Spider-Man fan. You guys know that. I don't buy the comic books. I am familiar with the character. I've seen all the movies, of course. Love Spider-Man 1 and 2. Thought they were really, really good. Uh, really liked Spider-Man 1 a lot. Went last night. Me and, the, uh, me and my other uh, half of the Meathead Squad, Big Sam. And we were both had very low expectations going in. I, I thought, and I've said it on this show, I thought it looked a little corny, a little kiddish. I didn't know how they were going to play this. And, oh, my God. Uh, I did a reaction video last night as soon as I got out of the theater. I wanted to do a reaction as soon as I got out of the theater. It was so good. It's so fucking good. I came home. I was telling my wife all about it. And she was like, you don't even like Spider-Man. I'm like, I fucking do now. I'm on the bandwagon, guys. <laughs> no, no, really. I give credit where credit's due anytime. 
this the, the movie's great. It's fantastic. And let me I, I, and it's going to be spoiler free. I promise. I would not do that to you guys. Now, when Sam and I do the show on Monday, it's going to be spoiler filled. So get out and see it this fucking weekend, okay? Because we're going to spoil the fucking shit out of it. Um, there's my spoiler free review. I just wrote down some notes, and this is this is all I'll say. Tom Holland is a goddamn stud. He's a fucking star. The the kid is amazing. He's amazing. He has this innocence, this genuine goodness about him. But that's not what is, that's not what impressed me. There is one scene, and I will not tell you. You're going to know. You're going to fucking know. When you see this scene, you're going to go, oh, fucking shit. He's a 15-year-old kid. He's a fucking 15-year-old kid that is in over his fucking head. Dude, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, he's amazing. That fucking kid's amazing. Dude, Marvel, you fucking killed it catching that kid. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, Civil War, we all was like, oh, man, go Spider-Man. You took Cap Shield. Woo. No, really. He was great in that. But I really didn't, you know, I don't know. I'm telling you, this is his showcase, and he does a fucking great job. All right. Holland's a stud. Big fucking shock. All right. The whole cast is amazing. Michael Keaton took a very campy, goofy-looking character not just in the comic books, I thought in the movie. Now, let me tell you, the Vulture looks a hell of a lot better in this finished product than he does in the trailers. He looks badass. Badass. But Michael Keaton, the best part of Vulture is when he ain't in the costume. Michael Keaton is menacing. He's creepy as fuck. And at the same time, he has this vulnerability because he's just a father trying to do what's right for his family. Now, does he go about the wrong way? Sure, he's a criminal. But he was put in that situation in the very, very beginning of the movie. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Fantastic. Okay? You know, we all know Spider-Man's from Queens. But we never really... Do we know that, really? I mean, we know he swings around fucking New York and shit. Do we really know? Brooklyn... Or, I'm sorry, Queens is on the map in this movie. It's, it's illustrated throughout the entire, entire movie. You get to see the boroughs and the subways and, and, and the people. He, he truly is your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in this movie. Um, it, it, it's, it, that, that really, I thought, was a, a very nice touch that, you know, we finally get a Peter Parker with a Boston accent or, or, or you know, a, a northern accent. And now he's got this, uh, you know, this this neighborhood thing going on. It's it's really cool. You'll see. Um, okay, yeah, the suit. Both of them are really really cool. Both of them are really really cool. One you don't get to see a lot of, but I thought there was going to be too much of the Stark suit. Uh, but it's great. It's awesome. Um, I don't want to tell you that the high school drama of the movie is the best part and I won't go into detail, but it's a very, very, very cool, uh, how they, they, they make Parker a, a high school kid. And, uh, that's actually the star of this movie. It's not the big action scenes and stuff. It's the smaller scenes that really, really make the movie stand out. Um, there's a lot of Easter eggs. We'll divulge those fully in the Meatheads uh, review on Monday. But, uh, yeah, we're going to spoil the shit out of it then. But uh, I didn't spoil anything for you guys. Quit your fucking crying. Jesus Christ. Did I? No. No, I didn't. I didn't spoil anything. Okay. It's a good movie, man. Go see it. I, I mean, it's my favorite movie of the summer other than Logan. Logan was a better story. Uh, but as far as blockbusters and stuff go, Spider-Man's it, guys. I mean, better than Guardians, better than Wonder Woman. It's better than all those. And, and honestly, it ain't even close. Not even close for me. So, well done, Marvel. You killed it again. 
right. How about some fucking comic reviews? You want to do some comic reviews? Me too. All right. No, no poo slinging, damn it. You poo slingers. Okay. The first book I'm going to talk about is, is slowly becoming one of my favorite titles each week. And it's from Marvel. I know, right? Marvel's really, really been in the toilet uh, for a while now. Maybe since they turned Cap evil and maybe even before that. They just don't have a lot of good shit going on. This was a jewel in the rough. This was, this was something I wasn't expecting to be good at all. And especially after the Netflix series, I was really, really needing to find a comic book um, for this character that was, that was good. That reminded me of why I liked the character so much when I was younger. Iron Fist number five. Fantastic. For my Facebook Live viewers, I'll show you that cover. He's decking the shit. Out of a guy called The One. Okay. Uh, this, is, it, this is the culmination. This is the conclusion of Trial of the Seven Masters. Basically, Iron Fist, it, he, Kun Loon is destroyed. If you didn't know, you best ask somebody. No, really. Kun Loon is destroyed. Danny was not there. He is the uh, protector of Kun Loon, but yet he wasn't there. Therefore... It was destroyed. Okay, now we're not really sure about the details of all of it yet. So Danny's kind of wandering around, wondering who the hell he really is. If he's not Kunlun's protector, then who is he? He was having trouble tapping into his own chi. So a mystery woman shows up. She says, hey, I know a tournament that you can go to. And Danny's like, fuck it, let's go. So they take him to this this tournament, and he's got to fight all of these these kung fu masters that have all this these different styles and these different abilities and basically it's this island called Shaolao and they're trying to be the new Kun Lun. It's not Shaolao. It's Lu Wayne or something like that. Shit, I can't remember. Anyway, uh but it is a different island, but they are trying to be the next Kun Lun since Kun Lun is destroyed. Um and they, they all want to prove Danny as a imposter, as a fake Iron Fist. And they want to, want to beat him in the tournament. And they feel like if one of their fighters beats the protector of Kun Loon, now they can be the new Kun Loon. Therefore, uh, Danny be done. And this book has put Danny Rand back on the map for me. It has made Danny a badass it has made him a, a relentless, no-surrender type of fighter. And even though he's having trouble with his chi, we've seen that story go wrong before, right? It, he, they do this masterfully. The art, I uh, believe it's, it's, it's Perkins. I can't remember. Let's see. It's Mike Perkins. Mike Perkins does a fantastic job on the art with the, dark, the darkness of the tournament and of this island. Uh, and the shadow he renders, it looks just fantastic. And Ed Bryson, Brisson, dude, this guy, he's got some, he's got chops. I'm telling you, this kid, I'm hoping to see a lot more from this guy because it's all so good. But what makes this issue stand out above all the other ones is, is Danny has finally fought everybody. He's beaten everybody. He's got one more guy to face. They think Danny killed one of their own. Danny did not. It was um, some shit going on inside a tournament. I don't want to give it too much away. But he fights a guy called The One. And this guy, The One, has been around for a long time. Since the very first Iron Fist. So the dude's pretty badass. Him and Danny have a fucking brawl. I mean, we're talking... Four or five page brawl, dude. When do you when do you get uh, when do you get a brawl like that in a comic book nowadays? You don't, and when you do, you don't usually get a a winner. So, uh, yeah, one through five. This this story arc has been fantastic. I'm not going to tell you who wins, and I'm not going to tell you how he wins. And there's an oh shit moment in this too that I don't want to spoil. But it looked like it was about to be over. And then you go, oh, shit. <laughs> Man, what a fantastic issue this was. What a fantastic series. 
Um, what did I give this? A nine. I gave it a fucking nine. Um, I love it. Uh, I know some people are going to say, you know, it's okay. Uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is and blah, blah, blah. This is taking Danny Rand back to his roots, making the Iron Fist legit again. Not some guy that's constantly whining about shit, kind of like in the Netflix series. He does that in the comic books too sometimes. Um, he has, He's stepping up and becoming the hero that we all know. And I'm really, really excited for this next story arc because it involves Shang-Chi, which I always thought these two guys should be in a comic book together anyway. So very, very excited for what's coming next for the Iron Fist series. Uh, very, very, very good stuff. All right, my next book is Batman 26, The War of Joke and Riddles, Part 2. You see the cover from my Facebook Live listener or viewers. It's the Joker, and it uh, looks like a puzzle piece, putting it back together. It's a very, very cool. Um, Tom King, you guys, I, you know I bashed Tom King last episode because of the Elmer Fudd book. And I didn't bash him. I was pretty much bashing the people that were saying it was the perfect comic book. That's fucking stupid. It was not the perfect comic book. And it you know, I'm going to say it was far from it. It wasn't far from it. It was a good good single issue. A really really good single issue. Very far from a perfect 10, which IGN gave it. What the fuck were you thinking IGN? Anyway, uh but Tom King for me has written some of the best Batman stories there has been. Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo are rock stars now because of the run on Batman. Uh, still regarded as the best Batman run there is. Uh, Lee Weeks and Tom King have done a masterful job. Not Lee Weeks, I'm sorry. He did the Elmer Fudd uh, book. Um, the artist that has been on the War of Jokes and Riddles is Mikkel Jain. I don't know how you say that. Uh, he, he, I love, love his pencil work in this. Um, all right. War Jokes and Riddles. Who would you think that would be against? Riddler versus the Joker. Okay. You're, we're getting a little, very little bit of Batman in this. Batman's narrating this war, which he's really... For the first time in Batman's career, and at this point of this comic, Bats has been doing this for about a year, okay? And things were going great by the year end. Now, not so much, because Batman, or I'm sorry, Riddler and Joker have started to war against each other. And they're bringing in all of Batman's rogues and making them choose sides in this issue. Batman's kind of powerless to stop this. So he is narrating this um, to Selena Kyle that you find out in the end. That's not really a spoiler. Uh, I actually would have liked to have known who was narrating it before, um, before the end. You know what I mean? Because I don't know about you, but when I read a Batman book, it's always Bruce Tim. It's always Bruce Tim in my head. When he talks, it's always Bruce Tim. Because to me, Bruce Tim is the best Batman voice of all time. Um, so there, there is a little bit of Batman in this. But what is the hallmark of this book is, is Tom King has made the Riddler on par with the Joker. You know, everybody just kind of discounts the Riddler. And I, I wouldn't say he's second tier, but when it comes to Batman rogues, he probably is second tier. And, and you know, you got guys like Bane and the Penguin and Ivy and, you know, uh, fucking Amanda Waller even. So... King has made Riddler scary, creepy, and just manipulative and genius. And Joker is kind of like, Joker really don't know what the fuck's going on. Which makes the Joker fantastic because it's the Joker we want. The unpredictable. Holy shit. Joker really don't know what to fucking do. So he just does crazy shit. <laughs> and it's awesome. And they're, they're, they're out for blood for each other. So, it's very, very cool. I'm very excited to see how this ends because I really don't know how it'll end. Uh, it's obviously not going to end with one of them killing each other. It may look like that, but we know Joker's not going anywhere. And Riddler probably not either. So, how's this going to end? And where's Batman going to finally come into this? 
or is he going to come into this? Tom King has a very, I like to say, uh, like Bruce Lee said, the art of fighting without fighting, right? Tom King has the art of writing without writing. <laughs> he, he, it's a lot of what Tom King doesn't say is almost as important as what he does say, which is very strange. And, and oddly, it just fucking works. So very, very cool. It's a fantastic, fantastic issue. Um, I give it an 8.8. It was almost a 9 for me. Um, I would like a little bit more of Batman in it. And, um, but that's, I mean, that's really being picky. Um, and there was a lot more action in this one than in the first one, but I know he's trying to tell a story. So, uh, 8.8, I think is very high for this. And, uh, I'm comfortable with that. Very, very comfortable with that. Um, and I'll tell you why, because you gotta have, you gotta grade it from somewhere. Now I know what you're saying. Blazing Defender, where's your pick of the week? You love both of those books. They ain't pick of the week, guys fantastic books this week those two weren't pick of the week any other week they would have been they're not this week one of the books i'm going to give a very quick review for because it's been very very late in shipping is mark millar and frank quietly's jupiter's legacy wow that light is really horrible on that white background you can't even fucking see that anyway you haven't been reading Jupiter's Legacy 2. I'm sorry. This is Jupiter's, Jupiter's Legacy 2, Issue 5. This wraps up Jupiter's Legacy number 2. Uh, this is Issue 5, and I bet it took a fucking year for all five of these issues to come out. That's how late it was. Um, I love Jupiter's Legacy. Frank Quietly's art is amazing. I know some people don't like it, which blew me away. But it's very, very cool. He has a very cinematic, widescreen artwork. And this is basically a group of supervillains that have taken over the planet. Uh, they've taken over government. They've taken over all of it just because they could. And then you had a group of kids with abilities that their parents were like the very first superheroes. And they were good and they helped people, and they said our powers are, are meant to help people. And they were basically suppressed by the villains. And then this is the story of them changing shit around. I'm not going to get into it because it's a lot of action, a lot, a lot of action. And I love comic books with a lot of action. And with uh, Mark Millar, does, I mean, if he does anything well anymore, I used to really like his shit when he first started. He's kind of drug his feet a lot it's storytelling in my opinion uh but i still like i still like the guy and he still writes stuff that i like to read and this is a very heavily action-packed book so there's really not a whole lot to stay but i really like the story and i love how he counteracts people's abilities and he's got this one guy uh he looks like a 70s porn star uh, it's so awesome, and I, I'm trying to think. Oh, Repo, the 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 guy's ability. His name's Repo, and his ability is he steals abilities from other people. Now, when he steals them, it doesn't mean he uses them very well. So he kind of has some hiccups every now and then. But he and this guy are doing a battle in their mind, like they're taking turns attacking each other, and they're basically putting themselves or each other. Through their worst memory. And it's so fucking cool, man. And it's it's it still ends with a lot of like it's you're still getting punched in the fucking face. So it's it's so good and it's so cool. Quietly and Millar, they do a fantastic job on this book. I, I would suggest reading it in a trade. If I read the trade on uh, Jupiter's Legacy One, Jupiter's Legacy Two. I would give them both an 8.5. That's how much I love these stories. I thought they were very, very good. Please check them out for yourself. Uh, I know it's pretty, pretty shit review, right? But uh, I think you'll like them is my point. Jupiter's Legacy 1 and 2. And there's also, oh my God, it was the prequel. It was the parents that started it all. It was called Jupiter, Jupiter's Fuck. God damn, I hate being old. Anyway, I can't remember it. It was the prequel to Legacy, right? Yes. 
Jupiter Circle. Jupiter Circle. That was the the prequel to this. The art was not by Frank Quietly, but it was still some pretty cool stories. Not good as Legacy, but still pretty good. All right. Not Book of the Week. I know. You're waiting. I know. Fuck it. I'm going to give it to you. You want your Blazing Defender Pick of the Week? It's a fucking cover of the week, too. Avengers number nine. Look at that fucking cover. It's Alex Ross. Lady Thor. I know. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Before you start your poo slinging, you bunch of dirty apes. I want to tell you something. If you watch this show, you know I love Jason Aaron. When everybody said that Jason Aaron was taking the hammer away from Thor, people lost their fucking minds. I didn't lose my mind, but I didn't like it. But I love Jason Aaron. I think he's a fantastic writer. He's one of the best Marvel writers that they have. And I was thinking that he might have fucked up. Now, he's told a great story about Lady Thor. A fantastic story about Lady Thor. Um, He said it was a story he always wanted to write. Which, cool, right? Mark Wade just told the best Lady Thor story in Avengers number nine. It's fucking fantastic. I loved it, loved it, loved it. It made me a Lady Thor fan, and I really haven't been. I want the Odinson to have the hammer back. It's just how it should fucking be. But this is, this, this makes Lady Thor a true fucking hero. And Mark Del Mundo, uh, Mike Del Mundo, sorry. I love Mike Del Mundo's art. It's very stylized. And when I say stylized, I mean that it works better in some genres more than others. Like in a weird fantasy uh, type setting, his art is great. In this one, it's it's never off-putting, Del Mundo's art. For me, it's never off-putting. But there's some pages look a little unfinished. And I don't know if it was the inker on this or not. Um, I don't know fucking inkers. I know, sue me, right? But it just, it looks a little unfinished to me. Still looks great. Still looks great, okay? Um, Lady Thor has been banished to a world, possibly in another dimension, by Captain America. Now... We're going to talk about Secret Empire one day. I'm going to devote a whole show to it because of all the fucked up shit in it. Okay? But what happened was when when Cap got Thor's hammer. I'm going to quit calling her Lady Thor. Thor's hammer. Okay? He banished her or somebody banished her to another realm. All right? This is the story of where she's at and what happened. Like, during Secret Empire, where's Lady Thor? Oh, Cap Bannister. When that happened, I believe it happened in Free Comic Day, Secret Empire Zero. I'm almost positive that's when it was. So, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So, this is where she's been. She's on a planet, and it's a planet that has been basically ravaged by this... uh, He's not a god. He thinks he's a god. Uh, His name's Yar... And he's basically turned this planet into shit. And the aliens there are basically just, they're just trying to survive. Well, they find Thor and she's like, oh my God, I don't have my my hammer. And we all know it's Jane Foster, right? Well, Jane Foster has cancer. The hammer's the only thing that's keeping her alive. So she's thinking she's going to revert back to Jane Foster at any time because she doesn't have the hammer. She does not. So whatever's going on in this dimension, she doesn't need the hammer to be Thor. And so so anyway, this alien befriends her, feeds her, uh, and, and he, she tells him her story about how she's got to get back to her, her world. So this alien's like, you know, there's there's been a, a talk of a device when Yar came that could send somebody back. I'll take you to it. So this alien and, and, and Thor, they developed this friendship. 
and it's not goofy. It's not played out. It's not forced on you. It's a very organic thing that they have as they're talking, as they're making this trek across this wasteland, basically. Um, and, and this alien is such a, like, a good, a good person. He's just a good person. And he's trying to help somebody because, well, you know, their, their life sucks, basically. So, his name's Vod. I said Yar. His name's fucking Vod. Okay? And he's basically made this planet shit. So, Vod is guarding this device that can send Lady Thor back. So, uh, before they get there, they're attacked by these, these, these monsters. And Lady Thor saves, saves the alien. And uh, uh, there's so much I want to tell you about this book, but I don't want to ruin it. But there, there's, there's a thing. There, there's something that happens. And she catches this thunderbolt in her fucking hand. And it's so awesome. And, like, the, this alien has kind of thought that Thor was out of her mind. Like, wow, you dropped, like, really far out of the sky. You must have fucking damaged something. But he's starting to believe in Thor. And now she's starting to believe more in herself. It's like they're helping each other, man. It's so cool. This this issue is so awesome. Well, Var considers himself the Lord, or I'm sorry, the 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 controller of lightning. What's he say? The master of lightning. Well, Thor has to tell him who she's the god of. And they have a brawl. The device is found by our alien friend. And there's only enough charge in it to take one person back home. I'm not going to tell you how this ends. But it is a phenomenal issue. The artwork is still great. The story is fantastic. It's touching and human and it has its badass Viking moments in it. And it's just, it, it made me love Lady Thor. It was a fantastic issue. Nine point fucking five. Nine point five. That's right. Nine point fucking five. It ain't no, got no fucking Elmer Fudd in it either. Damn it. Fucking Lady Thor. And she's badass. And it was an awesome fucking comic book. I loved it. I love when a book touches me emotionally on like a soft side i got a soft side guys come on i'm not badass all the time gotta have a soft side um so it touched my soft side and then it fucking spoke to me in my viking language that i that i live by so it's so good uh go out and get fucking avengers number nine with the beautiful beautiful alex ross cover on the front it's so good guys i loved it all right that's it for the comic reviews. Uh, I don't know where we're at on time. It uh, really didn't make any fucking difference, right? 48 minutes. All right, 48 minutes. Um, that's all I got, dudes. So, and a recap. All right? Podcasting awards. Fucking charge. Charge the outing box. Tell your friends, even if they don't watch the show. Be like, hey, man, do me a solid, bro. Vote for this fucking idiot. Okay podcastingawards.com blazing defender entertainment category uh botched game category uh and tv and film breaking the panel so uh, that would really help me it's all on the facebook live and i'll pin it so everybody can find it the next post that i will pin is the gleam giveaway giving away two very cool pop collectibles uh, i'll show you this one again punisher nemesis Get out and vote, motherfuckers. Get out and vote. I'll shoot you in the face. Um, that was my Punisher impersonation, and it sucked. But get out there. We really, really, really want to give these away to you you guys. Uh, and, you know, go. get Go to Collector Zone right now and pre-order your Ragnarok Pops. You're going to get a deal, guys. You're going to get a deal. I promise. You're going to get a deal. Uh, free shipping. Free shipping. Remember that. So, um, yeah, there's that. And that's it. <laughs> and... Get out and read some comic books. Why not? Why the fuck not? Novels are too long. 
And even though they're good, there's a lot of boring parts. All right. Uh, two, um, they're just not cool. They're not cool. If you're reading a novel on an airplane, I'm going to look at you and go, well, you're a douche. Uh, now, if you got a comic book and I see you on a plane, I'm going to try to sit beside you and bother the shit out of you for our entire flight to, ha- to, to Hawaii. So there's that. Uh, and, you know, it just makes you a better person, man. Look at me, right? <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Please get out there. Please, please, please go to iTunes, subscribe to the Blazing Fender Reports, check out the music. Just listen to the first couple minutes, man. If you guys got theme music, you got to fucking check it out. It's bro code, man. It's bro code. Your bro gets theme music, you got to check it out. So go download some of the newest episodes, subscribe, leave me a five-star review. That would be fucking wonderful. Just I don't even give a shit if you don't think it's five stars. Leave me a five-star review. Give me a comment. That would be fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for everybody that tuned in on Facebook Live. Um, I know the website's behind. That's my fault. That shit is putting my episodes on there is really, really tedious and boring as fuck, and I hate it. Uh, But you can find all my episodes on iTunes, all of them on iTunes, all of them on Blog Talk Radio, all of them, all the videos on Facebook Live. Uh, there is some stuff on YouTube, but you can watch it on Facebook Live too. They're all there, guys. So if you want to find me, I'm out there to be found. Please, please check me out. If you have any feedback on tonight's show, on the contest giveaway, on the podcasting awards, on Ragnarok, on you thought I was an idiot for giving Avengers number 9 a 9.5, let me know. You give me good enough shit, I'll say it on the show, and I'll give you a fucking shout-out. All right? Guys, thank you very much. Again, to the family of Officer Familia in New York City, I'm very, very sorry. My heart goes out to you guys. Uh, And as I always try to end every show, it's fucking crazy out there, guys. Life is too short for all this crazy bullshit nonsense. Get out there. Enjoy something you love to do. And if somebody's doing something that you don't like, don't watch them. Fuck them. Okay? It's not worth your time. Love everybody, guys. I love you motherfuckers like my family. So thank you very much for watching the Blazing Defender Report. Share it. Tell your friends about it. Thank you very much. See you guys. Peace. Peace.